What's up, guys? Welcome to the Hey It's Hey podcast, episode three. Hey, it's okay to walk. Now, the reason this episode is coming out kind of late is because I actually already recorded it, but it didn't turn out as authentic as I felt like I wanted it to be. I had kind of written out what I wanted to say and then kind of read off of it, which is not a bad thing, but I just wanted this to be more of like a conversation and a just hanging out and um, being real with each other. So the point of, hey, it's okay to walk is that rest days are essential and we don't always need to be going 100%, 100% of the time. I know as an athlete, coaches are constantly on your back telling you to work harder, run faster, put in the work in the weight room. It's okay if you're in pain, it's okay if you're sore, it's okay if you're exhausted because that's what it's about. And while that can be good if you're trying to win a championship or, you know, go pro and or climb the corporate ladder, rest days are essential. And that is not something I have learned until recently. I was always the one that was 100% of the time working, um, get home from practice, go in the backyard, kick around, kick against the wall, um, you know, put in the extra work in the weight room. But I don't know that that helped me as much as I thought it did. I think it would have been better for me to take, you know, a couple rest days. And I think I used to envy the girls who would do that. And I always felt like, you know, sometimes the people who are starting didn't seem like they were putting in as much work. But I think that really they were allowing their bodies to rest so that they could perform better and be more ready for when the time came to perform. And I do think that kind of hurt me throughout my career, but we learned from it and I still wouldn't change it. But with that being said, um, it's important, so important, if you're an athlete or in the corporate world, to take those rest days and take time for yourself and go do something that you love that has nothing to do with work or your sport. Um, and more recently, I've been trying to work out since ending soccer, and it has been difficult. I mean, now I've joined a CrossFit gym, and it's been more enjoyable because there's other people working, and it's more exciting to see other people putting in the work that you are too. It's not just being alone in our garage gym and forcing myself to do back squats, <laughs> missing the fact that my teammates are not right next to me. But the first time I tried to go in the gym after, like right after season, that was probably the worst workout I ever had. I literally fought through that entire thing. Just, why am I doing this? What is the point? I'm not going to, I, what's the point if I'm not going to go 100%? I have nothing to work for. But now I have learned that I can do it for me and I can do it because I love it. And I think most recently we were going, there's like a CrossFit open that we were going to do, um, that my gym is doing. And I really, I wanted to do it, but I just don't feel like I'm ready to be that competitive 
right now I'm just enjoying CrossFit and I'm enjoying it because I like to do it and I don't have to force myself to go and you know be judged and make a time and be ranked I think that's a great thing and I think I'll probably do it next year but I just want to give myself time to just enjoy something without it being so competitive but even then I'm going to tell you a story about it's not really a story it's kind of my college I guess learning how to not overtrain but so freshman year I really struggled with overtraining and doing going way too hard all the time um thankfully I had a strength coach and people who cared about me to kind of be like hey let's let's not do that it's not helping you but um so freshman year I am a home buddy anyway so going to a whole new place with a random roommate that I had did not know never had to share a room in my life um you know had a brother so we shared a bathroom that's about it um but yeah doing a whole new transition was already difficult for me going into a new team where I didn't know anybody I hadn't been on campus once met the coach but I never met any of the players um that's very scary and then you know there's fitness tests you want to come in and show a new coach that as a freshman you're putting in the work you want all the work that you put in over the summer to pay off so you build up all this like intensity and anxiety about the fitness test in the new place so freshman year it's difficult for everyone I bet but for me I definitely had a difficult time you know I did fine on my fitness tests I put a lot of pressure on myself constantly um but yeah so freshman year I would always I got in a bad habit of overtraining and I would we would wake up have weights at 6 a.m and then I'd go to class go stop at lunch grab lunch at the max which was our dining hall and then go to more classes and then we would have practice in the afternoons which was great I was a goalkeeper my freshman year and Nothing against goalkeepers. Goalkeepers have my heart, but it's a different kind of work. It's a different kind of constantly jumping up and down and diving side to side. And it's just different than being on the field and running and, you know, catching your, having to catch your breath and be out of breath. And I just had the wrong mindset of what work was my freshman year. So I struggled with not feeling like I was putting in the same amount of work my teammates were. So that was difficult. And so freshman year, we'd go to practice. I was a goalkeeper. I'd do all the goalkeeper things. And then we would go to dinner at the max again. And a bunch of girls would go. So it was like fun and we'd always have dinner, whatever. But then everyone would go home and I was just getting started. I would then go to our Centennial Center, which was like our basketball court, had a track upstairs that you could run around and some racquetball courts. 
Well, I'd start with running. I would run around the track as many times as I felt like was good enough to be what my teammates did at practice. And then I'd go in the racquetball courts and I had these like little racquetballs and I'd just throw them against the wall until my arms felt like they were literally going to fall off. But um, it definitely helped me quiet my mind. And, you know, I blamed it on, I need to get better hands, be a better goalkeeper. I would just check those things, work on parrying, work on catching, work on hand-eye coordination. And I do think part of that was like good. Um, I do, but I think to the point I was doing it was not good. And then sometimes I would go to the rec center and just run on the treadmill, but I usually stuck to the racquetball courts because that was at least fun for me. I didn't like the running, but the racquetballs were fun for me. So I would do that. And I think part of it was also, I really did not want to go back to my dorm. I just needed my alone time be away from people and that was part of me getting that so I would do that I would burn off any calories I ate during dinner during that and I would eat maybe popcorn when I got back to my dorm so I was under fueling as well which was very dangerous as an athlete and please don't do that you need to eat a lot more than I thought um so yeah, during this time, I also was so stressed and trying to make all these things what were already good. I didn't need to like put so much pressure on myself, but I did. And I have struggled with panic attacks. So that freshman year, they got really bad. And a couple of times I had it during our strength training and like running so my strength coach noticed and was like, hey, let's like get this sorted out. Um, there's options on campus. And so she helped me find one of the campus counselors and I saw one of them. I, I don't know. I don't think I was personally ready for that step. I think I was like pushed, which was good. I needed to be pushed, but I don't think that therapy and stuff works unless you are ready to accept that you need it and I was not ready to do that even though I definitely needed it but yeah so I, I went a couple times you know faked it um told people what they wanted to hear but my one of my homework things from the counselor was to tell my strength coach all the overtraining and extra work I had been putting in and that was difficult for me because I was honestly like kind of embarrassed about it like was am I not fit enough to just go to practice and like why should I have to feel like I need to put in all this extra work if what I'm doing at training should be enough and honestly the reason I was doing that extra work was not to get praise or anything like that I didn't want anything I didn't want anyone to know I would go when there was no one there and um so yeah telling her was difficult because I was like low-key embarrassed low-key like she's gonna be mad at me I don't want to sit out I don't want my head coach to know because she knows I'm struggling with all these things I'm not gonna play 
why would I play if she doesn't think I'm strong enough? That's that's a stupid mindset to have. Don't have that mindset. <laughs> um, you'll be stronger for telling people what you're going through. But anyway, yeah. And then also sometimes our we had a goalkeeper coach and he would go and he loved to help us train and he saw so much he's so sweet he saw so much potential in um the goalkeepers and he would go whenever he wanted to tr do extra training so I definitely took advantage of that my freshman year and we would go a ton to the fields and just train and you know but anyway off topic I told my strength coach she was like okay let's do some extra sessions with just me and you as I was a shorter shorter goalkeeper so what I didn't have in height I was determined to make up in hops so my strength coach was like okay let's make a plan we'll do it together so I can watch you and it's not like you're gonna overtrain because I know what you're doing and I'm not gonna you know she made a good plan and so we did that got a little better I would still go for a few runs and but it was it was way less and sometimes I would go into the racquetball courts and just ping balls against the wall but they were much less intense than it used to be so that got a lot better and I continued to see some different sports psychologists throughout my college career none of them they were all super sweet, but I just, I just struggled with, you know, admitting that I needed help, I guess. So, yeah, I, I should have, I would highly recommend them, but I should have been more open to them. But so the, re the last three years, I was a field player, and that helped a lot with me feeling like I was putting in the work, um... Again, not that the goalkeepers aren't because they are beasts, but just my messed up mindset was like, I need to run around for 90 minutes to feel like I did something. But yeah, so I still struggled with that after our strength coach left. We got a new one and um, yeah, they, they didn't really know anything about what I had done or whatever. But even then, I didn't get as much playing time I was hoping for. So after we got home from games and I still struggled with overtraining and I justifies, justified it as, you know, my teammates just ran, ran around for 90 minutes and I need to go run. But I didn't take into account that we would also have to run extra or while the starters did like stretching during practice we would have to still play and do extra running in practice but that didn't matter in my mind at 12 a.m because I needed to go run so it really didn't matter what time I got home or what crappy food we ate on the bus ride back I would leave my apartment and go run around the pit which is what we call our little like I don't know it's like a little park and there were some stairs there. I would run around the pit, do stairs, run around the pit, and then jog home. However long I felt like I needed to do to make up for my not playing. 
um and that that really only got better when I got my dog because I needed one a companion <laughs> um and two I could escape for like daily walks and just be by myself and you know I value alone time so that getting that was with her was a very good outlet for me to just refocus my mind and that helped with after games and stuff because she just wanted to go for a little walk so we would walk there maybe jog a little bit but she would always need to stop and go potty and sniff around so it was a slow jog turned into a walk and then I would do some stairs and she'd just wait at the bottom but it was less because I didn't want her to like wait that long so I'd just do a few stairs and then we'd just walk home and so that overtraining aspect got a lot better when I got my dog um just because dogs help with everything but yeah and I'm telling you all this because I want you to know that you don't need to accommodate for what other people are doing and you don't need to push yourself far beyond limits that when you're already doing perfectly fine when you're already achieving the goals that you need to achieve you're perfectly fine just don't stress about things that you can't control like um but yeah since ending soccer it has been hard to not try to run a seven minute mile every time i go out and run but I have been continuing with the daily walks and that definitely helps slow down, makes me feel like I'm doing something. The CrossFit helps. So really, it's just important to find something that you really enjoy and do it because you enjoy it, not because you're trying to achieve some crazy goal or, you know, be the best at it. Just do it because you're enjoying it and those other things will come. However, I've also gotten used to days off, which is something I would force myself to do on Sundays because especially in the summer, so when we had workouts, I would literally, it was painful on Sundays to force myself to rest. But now, gone quite used to the rest days, probably more than I should because I feel great after. I feel like I can lift so much heavier at CrossFit after like two days of rest it's not like I'm struggling through the workouts because my body is ready for them. Especially in work too. Your mind will be clear and you'll be ready to put be your best foot forward at work too. If you've rested and you've cleared your mind and you've done something that you love. But athletes and humans of all kinds. Please, if you're struggling with literally anything overtraining for athletes especially please tell your coach or tell a strength coach work with them athletic trainer they can make a plan for you so that you can do extra stuff but that it's under supervision so you don't hurt your body and so that you'll be prepared for you know competition don't overdo it it's not worth it Trust the work you've put in over the summer. Trust all the things that you're doing right in the classroom. And I mean, 
chances are if you got to that place, if you were recruited, if you got the job, if you are on the line getting ready to sprint, if you made it, if that coach recruited you, if any coach recruited you or anyone hired you, you're wanted there. You're needed there. They wanted you and believe it because you deserve to be there. And I, this is a quote I love. Um, so I'm going to give you a quote that is very relevant, which is that you're so busy doubting yourself while so many others are intimidated by your potential. And I didn't realize that until late, but please realize that because while you're doubting yourself, someone's over there like, I wish I could run as fast as her. I wish I had her foot skills. I wish I was so as good as her at, at my job. Um, there's always something that someone else is going to want that you have or someone else has that you want. Just be happy with where you're at. Work for the things that are important to you. But also, you're perfect just the way you are. But I want y'all to know that you belong right where you're at. Get out there and act like it because I believe in you. And hey, it's okay to walk. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And believe in yourself. Believe that others around you have faith in you. Get out of that little voice in your head that's telling you that you don't deserve to be there, that you're not worth it, and that everyone else is so much better than you. They're not. That's the little voice in your head that is a liar, and you need to learn how to listen to the right voices because there's also a quieter voice in your head that's telling you that you can do it and that you deserve to be there and that you are good enough. And listen to that one. You have the option to choose who you listen to. Anyway, if you guys liked it, please give this episode and show a follow and a rating. And if you have any episode suggestions, head on over to the Hey It's Hey Instagram or Twitter and leave a comment. I'll see y'all next time. Bye.